Uh, this episode of Top Shelf Disney Animation Studio Library is brought to you by Opal Brand Soap. Opal, clean yourself, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Dwellers and welcome back to Top Shelf Disney Animation Studios Library, the podcast where we watch old and will eventually be new Disney animation films every week. The opening changes, and I'm okay with that. Keeps me <laughs> on my toes and keeps TC on his toes so he knows when to interrupt me. That's right, and I'm interrupting now. <laughs> with absolutely no delay. That is TC DeWitt, always the great co-host, uh, and I am the other co-host. He is my co-host, I am his co-host, that is where mm-hmm. our bounds are. Um, that's right. <laughs> that's our bounds. And uh, welcome everybody back again for another week, another episode, another movie. This week... Another, what? Another, another, another movie. Another movie. <laughs> oh, kind of weird Austin Powers-esque voice i, I don't uh, know yeah uh. <laughs> that's the correct okay response. okay rough start everyone rough start <laughs> but yeah so this week we watched the 1947 uh this is what was it this is our fourth or fifth package movie uh so far on the uh, list one two three four yes four fourth. okay uh the 1947 package film fun and fancy free Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, frankly, this one was uh, I, I didn't know because so this is one of the ones that I had no idea existed. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't know the plot of it. Didn't know. I, I have never seen this film, period. Uh, so and was brand, actually, brand spanking new for you. Yeah. And it was actually kind of fun. I'm not going to lie, because. I, I didn't know if it was going to be like, you know, Make My Music and Fantasia and all those where there was, you know, a dozen or so short stories that were going to be going through. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised when I'm like, oh, it's only two. Like Only two, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm okay with that. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I can get on board with this because now you have my attention for longer mm-hmm. than a commercial on television. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, this was, uh, I had forgotten exactly what this one has been uh, unlike you i have seen all of these movies before mm-hmm. uh just having having years ago decided to go through them all so i i had seen this one before but completely forgot what the heck was in it <laughs> i couldn't remember that it was just two pieces and even though i it's probably been i don't know six years since i've seen this i did not remember the live action bit at all oh and you know what the crazy thing about that was that 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 it threw me for a loop even though in the opening credits i saw that they credited um oh uh sorry the puppeteer's name um yeah yeah and like charlie mccarthy Mm -hmm. like i i know who they are i know who charlie mccarthy is i had a charlie mccarthy puppet growing up Um, creepy isn't it (laughs) it's slightly terrifying he just sat in my closet and every time I opened my door to get my clothes, he was there. Hello, Jeff. Yeah. Do you want to play? <laughs> and that's exactly what he would have said. And I would have wedded myself and then at the age of 29 would have cried. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm no, a little but... <laughs> I'm a little upset that I just did that laugh and I'm alone right now. So I'm <laughs> that's totally not going to be creepy later. Uh, <laughs> but no. So like it was it was kind of like even though I saw them in the opening credits, I had by the time that the live action portion came around, mm-hmm. I was I completely forgot that there would be a, I, I thought maybe they were just going to be in like cartoon form. You know, mm-hmm. like right. maybe right. that's what they're going to do. Um, but yeah, considering that whole like second half is half the cartoon and half live action. I I kept my interest. I will say this, though. There is a that second half is hilarious. That live action footage. <laughs> I love all the sarcastic comments that Charlie yeah. makes, you know, just oh, man, it's some it's some fun stuff that was happening in that second part. <laughs> so for those for those who may not have watched this, which uh, we we did recommend where you could watch it before this episode, but mm-hmm. for those who might be listening who haven't seen it, the way this this package film is set up, and, and just a reminder, package films were the films that were produced during World War II when Walt Disney Studios a lost a ton of manpower, and b which I found out in researching this movie, were commissioned and essentially forced by the United States government to make propaganda films instead of the films Walt wanted to make. Oh, These package movies came out of this era. And the way Fun and Fancy Free differs from Make Mine Music, which is the 10 short films we saw last week, mm-hmm. this one is 
Jiminy Cricket opens up in, in like a couple minute segment, opens up with the story of Bongo the Bear, uh, yep. which is which is a short film. Then there's a second little interlude where Jiminy goes to a party with uh, uh, Berg. Uh, what's his name? Edgar Berg. Edgar, Edgar Bergen. Edgar Bergen and his puppets. Yep. And then they and he tells the story of Mickey and the Beanstalk. And then that's it. So you got two short films with two interludes, right. and that's the whole hour and ten minutes. And now it's fun to point out. Well, if not fun, it's it's noteworthy to point out because um, that second half, the the Mickey and the Beanstalk portion, because that has been like released and has been shown on television and has been you know done mm-hmm. as its own separate thing. And I, whenever- I can remember seeing it before Dumbo, the VHS that I watched growing up. Mickey and the Beanstalk was first, and then Dumbo was second. Just so it made an hour and a half film. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, you're saying, you're saying. Um, but no, so usually that second half, they have they remove Edgar Bergen and the puppets. Oh, oh, really? It's not them that's narrating the story. They they completely <laughs> redo who's narrating it. And it's the, um, oh, it's the crazy, like, scientist duck uh, I am Professor Ludwig van yes. Dijk. Yeah, he's the one that's actually doing the whole narration. Really? And like, there's no live action. There's no Edgar Bergen. It's him just telling the tale. And there's new animation of him uh, telling the story and then cutting into what was in this movie. And just like, yeah, like I found a clip of it online on YouTube. I'm like, what is what is this? What is interesting? <laughs> interesting. I, 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 uh, I will say that that's that live action section is so dated. Yeah. I, that section was so, I won't say, eh, it was off-putting in a way because it was so specifically, it was like watching, it's like, okay, I know that when this came out, this guy was probably super famous. Right. But right now he has no contemporary fame. This is this is a nobody that nobody knows. I, now I know it's not true because you you know who he is, and there's right, certainly but people. But it's a select few know who Edgar Bergen is. Yeah. More people know it, who Charlie McCarthy <laughs> is over Edgar Bergen, and that's the puppet that he used. You know, like I, <laughs> I hate to say this, and you you might cringe at me me comparing the two, but it felt similar to the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> oh, in having oh. this very dated reference this very dated celebrity cameo that was like oh god this is this is like b arthur in the christmas uh the star wars christmas <laughs> i'm sorry tc i don't know what you're talking about what is this star wars christmas special i don't think there ever was a star wars christmas special uh, i think you're oh, mistaken. you know what this this is the mandela effect <laughs> happening all over again it, it never existed that's golden a, girls christmas special and just assumed it was star wars there was a star wars commercial between episodes of the golden girls i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. That is that is uh that is fantastic. Yes. Um <laughs> man, I'm sorry. This uh why I just that we're, I can't get that mental image out of my head. <laughs> we are off the rails right now. So uh, also, that aside. I, I, that aside, uh what did you just generally what did you think about the movie? Like what were your thoughts about this this as a whole? Obviously, because we can break down the two different stories, but what was your general thoughts? Well, overall it's I know it's a fact, and it's very clear watching it, that Bongo the Bear and Mickey and the Beanstalk easily could be their own films mm-hmm. with if they had had the manpower. And they were developing both of these, both of those segments as feature films. It is clear that they could have been, and right. I I wish they were because there's there is enough story to tell in both of those segments. Without the narration, to instead of telling, show us, uh, see how Mickey got the beans, uh, see who Bongo may have had relations with, uh, friends, <laughs> friendships. Sorry. Uh, there's a whole thing with falling in love with a bear. Oh, my goodness. I mean, there's I, a whole other I, side I, of that story that we just completely glossed over. Uh, Bongo the, uh, and his relationships with the people. The, uh, the the Disney sexuality does not come into play till the 90s. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, come on, TC. <laughs> Get up with it. <laughs> But I like those segments. I like both those stories and they leave me wanting because I can see the ripe potential in both of those. Mm -hmm. And I, I wish so much that they were 
full films unto themselves without that's, Jiminy. That's without very the true. Because like this is the first time that that I've I've felt like that about any of the these package films that we've watched. Because very much so, the package you can tell that the the, the stories that were being told in like the you know Saludos Amigos, the Three Caballeros, you know, uh, no, I guess yeah, yeah, I guess Saludos Amigos that works. Um, and yeah. then even mm-hmm. like you know just any of these like you they're they're like well nope that was fine that you told the story in the very three very much very much made to be in a package right like that that's. Those short films and Saludos and Three Caballeros, those work for exactly the the way they were presented. Whereas Bongo and Mickey and uh, the Beanstalk, they feel like they should have been more. Yep. And personally, if if given the choice between a feature length Bongo or feature length Mickey and the Beanstalk, I would choose the feature length Mickey and the Beanstalk. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Just personally, because that one was a lot more fun. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, it, what's 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 fun about that that is that uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy had 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 shorts together in the past. They they came up through the '30s being in shorts together, and as they kind of went off and to do their own thing, so that Goofy had his. Uh, 101 shorts, I guess we can call them, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and Donald had his shorts. And Mickey was slowly relegated to a supporting cast member to Pluto shorts, and uh, to, and even then re- they were generally mostly Pluto. Like it, it was Mickey yeah. was uh, yeah secondary in those shorts as well. Yeah, and and uh, and having those three reunite in a feature film would have been amazing. It was it's cool seeing them. Just in the context of of their timeline mm-hmm. through pop pop culture, the the producers and writers and animators at Disney and the public themselves had gotten tired of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Mickey Mouse was Walt's his baby. That was the icon of Disney, and he was not represented anymore. That's why he why he replaced Dopey in Fantasia. That's why he. Uh, uh, was put into the, put into development this Mickey and the Beanstalk story and and made the hero because Walt wanted Mickey to remain the face of Walt Disney. And now, why do you think it was? Why do you think he started just becoming kind of like why like the why was the general public just not enjoying Mickey anymore? Do you think it's because of just oversaturation or you know, hey, we just don't care, or is it because he just didn't? He, his character just didn't lend itself to being useful in any way, shape, or form. Like I don't. What would? Why do you think that would even be? Is it the voice? I, I would put. Is it? <laughs> we have discussed in the past that his voice could be. Well, would you really want to hear that for this long? But the the voice actor who voices him in in Mickey and the Beanstalk actually gives him. It's not grating, but uh, to to answer your question about why why the public may have why people have just kind of given up on Mickey at this point. I think it's, it's two things. Uh, one, there are better characters in Goofy and Pluto and right. Donald just inherit to the, the characteristics of those, of those people that, yeah, that Goofy is Goofy. Donald is a hothead. Yeah. Well, and at this point, Goofy has already been in a handful of those one, like you said, a handful of those one one shorts and has already been established, as we have previously discussed. Um, mm-hmm. He's already been established as the as the everyday man. He's the you mm-hmm. know, he's he's the everyday man. He's a father. You know, we've, I think at, in 47, they've already shown Max. Or what is yeah. it technically, Max? Um, <laughs> I'm a kid of the 80s and the 90s, so I'm used to a Goofy movie, Max and Goofy. Uh, Goof Troop. Goof Troop. There you go. But like, I think uh, so, at this point, we've already got them established or him established as that character. So whereas Mickey was just, oh, yeah, he's just a talking mouse. That's yeah, nice. Too nice. But that's Mickey is it's the nice. Well, I, I, maybe it's that he's it isn't that he's too nice. It's that he's too he's too plain. Mickey really represents an everyman. Goofy represents the everyman in that he's doing everyday mundane things. Right. But in his goofy way, which is what? And flipping and, and and pulling faces and and running takes and Mickey is is normal. He's the everyday normal character, and that's boring, when, especially when you're standing next to Goofy and Donald. Right, right. He's he. If I if, I don't know if this reference will hit, but especially because it's a Disney podcast. But he he's Luke Wilson standing next to Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell in old school. Right. Right. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah. I he he's Ross next to Chandler and Joey. That's very true. 
He's just the guy there. He gets a laugh in every once in a while, and people yeah. appreciate him, but he's not who the people are coming to see, right. unfortunately. I, I, for the longest time, have wondered if... Surely, not wonder. I know that there is a way to make Mickey the hero that Walt always wished him to be. That this, you have something like the Kingdom Hearts games, which unites those three characters. If you have not played, right, uh, right, and Mickey is the hero in that, and he wields he wields a weapon and he kicks butt, and uh, that's makes him cool. There's the House of Mouse, where he's the he runs this club that all the fun characters cycle in and out of, and that still makes him more dull than everyone around him. <laughs> uh, well, it's still, either way, I, I really enjoyed the Mickey and the Beanstalk short. Um, yes, because yes. It, 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 because it does prove that Mickey can be the clever hero. He, yep. he's, the, he's awesome in this. Like, Goofy and Donald are his sidekicks, and Mickey wins the day. He's, and I would love to, I would love to have seen more of that. Because Making the Beanstalk is a great short film. It is. It is. And it's so entertaining. It's so much fun. Donald gets a ridiculously creepy. <laughs> when the, Oh, man. I'm sorry. Most of my notes were from Bongo that I wrote down. But, but, um, but. The, the Beanstalk one, because I was just enjoying myself while watching the Beanstalk one. He gets so yeah. creepy when he's when he's hungry. And I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> at what point, at what point do Mickey and Goofy, this was right before Donald uh, cracked. I'm like, at what point do mm-hmm. Mickey and Goofy snap and kill Donald? Because he's the duck. He's the actual animal amongst yeah. the three of them. <laughs> <laughs> it would never come to that, Jeff. I don't it would know. never yeah, come I'm, to that. And then when I saw like Donald grab the axe i'm like oh oh goodness oh he's gonna go after he's gonna go after mickey oh no he went after the cow oh oh okay that's fine so you three don't want to kill the cow let's take the cow away and sell it to somebody who's going to kill the cow we all know that's what happened right like once they sold the cow (laughs) that cow got killed (laughs) of course of course but you're you're hitting on something here and it's that donald has some great stuff in here brilliant his character is donald duck is so developed of a personality that when he unleashes it's in character and it works in the dynamic of that trio much like goofy he has two two like great goofy moments in this one when he's singing about all the food they're gonna eat <laughs> yep and and he does he does a, the little bit of yodel that oh and his his uh adam's apple just punches donald in the face <laughs> i love that so much <laughs> but there's a there's another great moment of with that trio that is so perfectly goofy and it's when the water is filling up the leaf that yes. they're using as a rowboat and mickey yes. and donald are like bailing the water out as fast as they can and goofy <laughs> Is bailing, bailing water, water in? in. I, I saw that and I wrote that down and I went, "That is a brilliant, like, like visual gag that goes yeah. by in like two seconds and it's just done." And like, I, I'm it's... like, "That is brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant." That was my last note I took on the Beanstalk one because yeah. I was just enjoying it at that point. I, I will say this: if you, if anyone watched this, or if you can seek out Making the Giants and or Making the Beanstalk. Because Mickey and the Giant is a different story. <laughs> if you can, you can find this and you like it and you want more, there is this comic book series called Bone, B-O-N-E, Bone. And there are the three main characters of Bone are Phone, Phony, and uh, uh, Smiley Bone. And they are Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. <laughs> really? It is. It starts out Mickey and the Beanstalk. And turns into Lord of the Rings. It is an incredible series. Oh, jeez! It's written by written and illustrated by Jeff Smith. I I swear to you, anyone listening to this, seek it out. It is one of the finest comic book series ever made. Oh, I recognize these characters. I was looking it up while you were describing it. <laughs> I recognize these drawings. I, I yes. I've never read them, but I recognize them. Oh yeah, look at that. You have kind of your just. Like the average one, you have the one that's mm-hmm. incredibly angry, wearing a shirt, yep. and then you have the mm-hmm. tall, thin one that looks like he's kind of dopey, <laughs> or goofy, if or you will. Goofy, <laughs> if you will. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah that that's series. That series is is phenomenal. Uh, Jeff Smith as an illustrator 
is incredible. And by using those three characters as analogs of Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, you immediately fall in love with these characters. And by the end of the series, you love them even more. So I know there's a weird plug that doesn't really... <laughs> But I love making the beans another artist TC. How dare you? <laughs> I, I love making the beanstalk so much that it's it, it, in my desire to want more and finding that series. It just made me fall in love with it. it just it's worth mentioning. Well, there you go, everybody. That was our weekly comic book <laughs> plug. Uh, next week we'll plug uh, how it, Melody Time relates to Batman. Uh, <laughs> ah, geez, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Um, one last quick thing about the beanstalk section. I, I, I love the visual humor of right at the beginning when we were first introduced to uh, the three of them, Mickey, Goofy, and Donald. Mm-hmm. And like they're just they're 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 trying to like ration off the food. And <laughs> I love the idea. And I, I in my head because this is how my head works. I immediately Mickey cuts bread like paper thin to the point where it's <laughs> semi-transparent <laughs> yeah 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 i immediately started going could you actually cut bread that thin like i started trying <laughs> to think if i could do it <laughs> Jeff, um, it's cartoon physics come spoil- on now sp- i was gonna say spoilers i uh, i couldn't uh <laughs> you tried. I, tr- I might have tried but <laughs> i got a lot of i got a lot of just crust um just crumbs just crumbs crumbs. everywhere yeah it was more trouble than it was any good but i just i loved (laughs) i loved it i thought that was like that was really cool and also like mickey's salting his like one bean uh or is and he's he's only spitting out one salt crystal at a time like at at a time time. and i'm like that's (laughs) such a great little visual gag that you don't see this is obviously during the portion when donald's going Norman Bates and goes to grab, or sorry, uh, Jack Torrance. Let's go with a more. There you go, Jack. Correct. Yes, the Shining. Yeah, The Shining. A correct. I want to see a Donald Duck The Shining now. Oh, wouldn't that be brilliant? <laughs> Donald and Daisy. I can't do a Donald voice. <laughs> Donald and Daisy go to a, a resort somewhere, and you can make it kind of funny, right? Or would you go like full blown serious, like? No, I, I you you I suppose it'd be very very darkly funny because Huey would be the little boy and oh, the yeah. twins and the twins would be Dewey and Louie. <laughs> oh he, man, Huey. Well, you could do maybe Webigail could be the the kid, and then instead of twins, it's triplets. Um, if there's any animators out there that would love to draw Ooh. that, Ooh, yeah. I would love to see that right now. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Say no more. Um, I'm sorry. I started immediately trying to think of, uh, and you call it the downing, the downing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know what I'm doing later tonight, guys. I'm going to make a poster, I think. Uh, so, (laughs) oh man, alive. Wow. This episode got off track. It's 25 minutes in. We're not, we, we, well, we, I guess we have talked about it a little bit. Uh, Oh, quack and no play makes Donald a dull duck. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could do a Donald voice. Oh man, that'd be so great. I just, I started just thinking of more lines from the movie. Uh, Oh, and you know, Goofy would be the caretaker. The 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 guy yes, the one that oh my God. he that'd be the caretaker right? <laughs> <laughs> you got the shit in there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. This needs to happen. Okay, oh so let's God. get back on track a little bit, everybody. Yeah, we're, let's let's talk about the other segment. Let's here. talk about so, Bongo. Bongo the bear. Bongo the bear. So Bongo, uh, but, I didn't really know what to expect out of it. I didn't know where it was going. Uh, the first thing I mm-hmm. thought about, however, was I wondered if it's the same circus that Dumbo used to work at. <laughs> I, you know, I, my, I had a note here of of there surely was a fascination with that. Surely the heyday of circuses of Barnum and Bailey's was yep. the forties. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's just like that's all over the place. Disney loved the circuses, and uh, and frankly, so 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 generally, the, the the plot of Bongo was basically he's a bear who is a you know what he's like their biggest star, I guess, in the circus. Yeah. Like, and yeah, yeah. he just wants to, he 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 longs for a life in nature, mm-hmm. uh, which out we with all know it, he, out in the real survive. world. Yeah, he would not. Die. He would and, not and he doesn't. He he has a rough time that first night. Uh, one of the parts that really really amused me 
was when he he gently goes to sleep in the nights <laughs> and he pull and he, and the end night falls and then suddenly there's the the growing noise and noise and noise and he looks and it's just a caterpillar eating a leaf <laughs> but it's so loud until you see yeah. that like that's such a great little like twist that apparently apparently bongo got very used to the loud engine of a train going down the tracks and it's the caterpillar that yeah. is ridiculously loud to him. <laughs> also, Bongo these, had some pretty sweet digs inside that train. I'm just gonna say I'm no, I don't endorse like you know animal captivity, but his his compartment looked pretty sweet. I think he uh, he had two windows. He did not share a room with anybody. He had a bed. I think he had a fridge. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I, I would be okay with living on that train the rest of my life. You got to understand, Jeff. The grass is always greener outside the train. That's true, and that's why when I jumped off the train and I realized that it wasn't grass, it was actually just turf, I got back on the train and continued riding <laughs> off happily. <laughs> so I, early early in Bongo, I wrote a note that, that this, again, it feels like a movie that could have been longer. A, a, a celebrity animal in captivity who mm-hmm. dreams of going out and being with the his in his natural habitat and finally gets the opportunity – and it's not everything he it cracked up to be, but then learning the ways of where he is and growing to accept it. That's the plot of Madagascar. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? <laughs> so then the writers saw Bongo. The writers of Madagascar saw Bongo and then went, <laughs> we can make a longer version of this and just add a couple no, more characters. Just, let's just do this. Yeah. Uh, guys, guys, guys. We have Chris Rock on retainer. Let's just write something, okay? <laughs> I, I will say I much more enjoy Bongo the Bears than any of the Madagascar movies. I, I will agree. There's one thing from the Madagascar movies I love, and then other than that, I don't care about it. Is it, is it the penguins? Uh, well, the penguins are pretty funny. I actually just, I like the, uh, I like, I think it's in like the second one, and it's Chris Rock's The Zebra. Um, oh, man, he sings. And uh, oh, he sings the circus <laughs> thing. He's at the but he's like Afro zebra, Afro zebra, Afro. I love that. That's just funny to me. I can't help myself. It's circus. Sorry. Um, you can't. You can't see me. You can't see me right now. But I'm shaking my head at you. I could hear it through the headphones, TC. I just assume you're always. The secret is you're always shaking your head at me. In disgust <laughs> and disappointment. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. So so I will say this. I learned something from the bongo section. The okay. whole when a bear loves somebody or a bear loves each other, they 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 smack themselves. They say it with a slap. I I did not is that real? Is that a real thing? Because <laughs> I feel well, like surely. it's a real thing. I was a little confused. Because I didn't know that, because I was much like Bongo, I was watching it going like, oh, so Annabelle's got some serious issues if she thinks that (laughs) Bongo's going to fall in love with her after she smacks him a handful of times. Like, I'm like, what? I don't get what's happening. And then they're like, oh, yeah. Then they they explain it in an entire song and dance number with, uh, with, uh, was it Blue? From, yeah, it uh, does look it, uh, <laughs> about 20 years before the fact. Yes, it is right. Blue the Bear. <laughs> uh, I'm going to continue connecting all of these Disney movies together. I hope everyone listening to this podcast is aware this is a thing, okay? <laughs> I, and I accept that. Okay. Mostly because there's um, other connections at the beginning of this film that we also need to talk about before we, before we end the podcast. So well, We're working our way backwards. We started with the second segment. <laughs> Welcome to the backwards episode. Welcome to the memento episode, everybody, where we start at the end and work our way to the beginning. Oh, man. But, we didn't really okay, so, say a full-blown intro either, so I think the way this ends, I have to actually do the hello, Internet Dwellers, because I never said that. I think anyway. you did. I, I think you did. I might have said uh, that. But but uh, so Annabelle slapping Bongo is very easily the end of a second act in a, in story structure. Yeah, and him him wandering off sad and and not understand what's going on opens a third act to meeting a whole group of bears who are kicking the crap out of each other and him learning, hey buddy, when you get slapped, that means they love you, right? Oh, and then going back. 
Meanwhile, I'll Annabelle is off with the bad guy who is <laughs> who she's with now and is basically in a relationship with against her. Well, she doesn't <laughs> want to be with him. So, but you know, Bongo comes back to be like, Annabelle, I love you. And then realizing like, Slap. he's like, yeah, he's like, ah, you can't love her. I love her. That's the bad guy. Uh, General Jeremy Irons, Christopher Lloyd-esque bad guy mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That worked, that worked. of the 90s. That yeah, works. you know. Yeah. Um, as as you would, and then uh, and then it's just like a big fight, and then there's fire, and then the bad guy falls to his death. I would just assume because <laughs> that's how it would work. That's how <laughs> he, it works. <laughs> oh, you, I didn't even write that down. It is another villain who falls. It's is that the f- no? That's the second because the queen or the evil witch in Snow White fell to hers. Correct. <laughs> and so this this is number two falling to his death. And unless you count the live action segment, which you told me is cut out. Of the movie now, yep. that means the giant also falls to his death. Yep. <laughs> That's true, because you don't have a happy ending with the giant, I would assume, mm-hmm. in the other versions that don't have Edgar Bergen in it. Yeah, unless he shows up for Professor Ludwig von Drake. In kind of like for... the same manner, maybe? Y- yeah, maybe. Just pull uh, up his, his, his house roof and <laughs> ask if he's seen a little bear. Also, by the way, not a little bear, a uh, little, uh, little mouse. Little, little, uh, little mouse, yeah. Just for the record, folks. Now, uh, I know I don't live out in L.A., but that's <laughs> that skyline at the end is not L.A. Um, <laughs> those buildings were not located in that area. I'm sorry. Though I did like the brown derby gag that he picks up the, <laughs> he picks up the restaurant and puts, you know, and like, and wears it as a, I like that gag. I'm like, that's funny, but no <laughs> one's going to get that. It's a good, yeah, it's a good gig. I'm okay with that. Good, Anyways. <laughs> okay. So um, I, I feel that the climax of the Bongo the Bear story where he has to fight off the, the bad guy, I, that is a really good final battle. Oh yeah. That it's, it's, there's one set piece after another, Bongo utilizing all his circus skills and his the use of his unicycle to kick this thing's butt, and then going on the down the river and through like the log fights and there's a lot there's a lot to this final fight <laughs> that I between that and the fight and escaping Monstro, this those are I think the two of what we've seen so far the best climaxes to a story that we've seen so far right because because even with like snow white you know which had a climax it's also a very short fast climax like it's oh oh, and this oh the queen's dead oh yeah like it just kind of happened but i agree it definitely this had and this is this goes back to like what you were saying you can see the feature length potential in these shorts it's all there they have the we we basically have like a cliff notes version of the of the hour and a half or two hour long movie, you're seeing just mm-hmm. the key beats of the of the story, but you know that there could have been so much more involved. There could have been so much more in there. I'm actually very surprised that Bongo didn't have like sidekicks or friends, but that would have added yeah. more to the, the, the running time. I could see of that course, in the uh, longer version. I should say. It, I I did find a couple notes on the development of the feature that would have been Bongo, and he had a chimp sidekick that was w- friends with him in the circus. Uh, I I would imagine that if they developed it now, that the chimp would also escape with him and be a complete fish out of water. Where right, kind kind of where uh uh. uh Alex and I can't remember what the the zebra and the lion in Madagascar kind of yep. their dynamic of we need to get back home versus I love it here. Right, because this is not our home. That's not where the monkey would strive, you know, if, if the monkey had joined Bongo. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm from the jungle. This is a forest. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is completely different. How? <laughs> And that would be the gag in the movie. Because nowadays you would get a very sarcastic uh, a story arc. You know, the characters would be very just kind of jokey with each other. And mm-hmm. and the, I feel like the monkey probably would be voiced by, oh, I don't know. Aziz Ansari. Yes, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Holy cow. I'd be okay. Man, this is a jungle. I'm from a jungle. This is not, this is a forest. I'm completely different. Not the same thing. I, I, oh, yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> oh man and then bongo can be voiced by chris pratt and oh. the the mentor older bear he meets that that tells him how to do things like that uh this is how uh this is how what it means when a girl sla- that's done by nick offerman yep. yep son this is how what it means when you love a person you slap you him go. upside the head <laughs> 
Don't know uh, why. We've been doing it for years. <laughs> Anyways, oh man. So basically, Bongo, the the feature length modern Bongo, is a Parks and Rec reunion. Is what it is. <laughs> hey, but I'm okay with I this. Wa- I, I want it. <laughs> I am. I. Okay, so we have developed two movies tonight, TC. <laughs> One for each of these 45-minute shorts that we just watched. Oh, uh, man. And I would watch the crap out of either of them because those would both be fantastic films. Wow. Hmm. Both the Bongo segment and Mickey and the Beanstalk have some really, really fun animation. The the circus spitting out and getting sucked back into the train. Yep. The squeaking animals laughing at Bongo as he tries to climb the tree. A lot of the animated gags like you don't fall until you look down stuff from Bongo. And then Mickey, Goofy, and Donald really just thriving at the top of their game. These animated characters have a history of character to them. Right. That that both of these both of these segments have some really really wonderful moments. My favorite animation moment out of the entire thing, outside of uh, the well, that's visual gag, the goofy bailing the water pit Bart. That was just <laughs> I love that gag. But my favorite piece of animation was actually from the live action segment. Oh, okay. And it's when Edgar Bergen asks uh, Charlie to use his imagination. Mm-hmm. And Charlie starts thinking, and it's like a it's like a thought bubble cartoon that has. <laughs> She's like, like <laughs> yeah, and it's like it, like it, 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 the bubble grows, and when it grows, the 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 scene inside of it kind of like like kind of billows out, and kind of like has like a breathing motion to it, and it changes and it moves. It was fascinating to look at because I sat watching that, going, I have how do you draw? How do you what? Oh, that poor animator. I don't know how he did that because it was so well done. It was a beautiful, like real fluidy look to it. That was just I hadn't seen that in mm-hmm. these Disney films as of you know where we're at in the list. Like I, I, I hadn't seen that level of of very cartoony because obviously we've seen some very beautiful animation in like Fantasia and uh, just any of the ones we've really watched um, mm-hmm. have some really beautiful uh, animation to them. But like this just had a really awesome cartoony, bubbly look to it that I just, oh, I loved it. And I, I almost rewound <laughs> it and watched it again. Rewound because... I'm a child of the 80s, and apparently I'm watching a VHS tape. (laughs) My goodness, that is just going to be in my lexicon until I die. Well, I I guess, what what would it be called anyway? Like, what what do you do when you, is it backtracking? Like, what do you, what do you call it when you need to reverse a film? Yeah, I suppose, because you're, you're, you're rewinding the movie. But it's funny that that's a, that's a term now. That's just kind of, it's it's an outdated lexicon. Because it's physically you wind something back, so right. Yeah, what do you call it? Tracking, tracking backwards. I think I always just been like, go back, <laughs> go or back, reverse. go back, reverse it. <laughs> I don't know, just and reverse and then zoom and enhance. Um, we're not going. <laughs> Sorry, there. I've, I've I've derailed here. <laughs> oh, what else is new, TC? That's what we do. That's what we do on this podcast. Um, so I wanted to briefly talk about since we kind of we we discussed uh, we discussed. Making the Beanstalk and Vongo. Uh, I feel like we should probably at least briefly talk about the wraparounds. Oh, surely. Uh, that connects uh, Jiminy, them, you know? Cri- Jiminy Cricket is in this movie. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket's in this movie. Contrary to what we have not talked about, he is in this film. And well, he starts the movie when we went reverse, so go ahead. That is true. And <laughs> Cleo's in it. Oh, that's from, right. From that's Pinocchio. Ta- I, I had that's like the second note in my book. I wrote Jimmy Cricket, Cleo. <laughs> and then I was very curious to know if the cat that meows at him is an older Figaro. Um, same yeah, colors, w- same oh, yeah. kind of look to him. <laughs> Figaro was a kitten, right? In um, Pinocchio, and well, here- obviously, here's the big thing. This is this obviously takes place because when Jiminy Cricket goes across the street and then when the giant leaves at the end, they're in Hollywood. Um, yeah, I was going to point that out there. <laughs> so I, my, my first question was until until that point, because, again, I didn't know that was coming. I'm like, so is this is this in is this in Geppetto's workshop? Like, are we like, has this been 15 years? Did Geppetto buy a new house and modernize everything he had? I guess I don't know. Like. Um, but obviously not so much because well, that was very Italian and they had records 
and we had already established yeah. that that was way before then. So then I started being like, well, then how is Cleo the, uh, still alive? Of course, how is Jiminy Cricket still alive? Well, I we we kind of touched on that in Pinocchio. Jiminy Cricket is an unreliable narrator. Oh, that's true. Which he he is. I was once homeless on the streets, and I snuck into a house of a puppet maker, and a doll came to life, and oh, the adventure I had! <laughs> right. So if 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 we stay in that line of thought that Jimmy Cricket is essentially someone who spins some tall tales, mm-hmm. then surely we can believe that he would make up. Uh, yeah, sure, I was alive in the seventeen hundreds. In Germany, and now I'm in Hollywood. Crickets have very long lives. <laughs> it's also very funny um, that he, in this movie, sneaks into a house and starts befriending a doll. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which he talks to He talks to both of those dolls as though they are, uh, like, going to come to life. So yeah. clearly Jiminy is still drunk. Jiminy has had one too many Johnny Walkers uh, and is just walking around drunk telling stories. Um, let, let, me, let me tell you one about there's, there's these puppets. That, like, yeah, yeah, you know Mr. What? Cricket, I, Mr. Cricket, we've heard this story. No, no, no there's two this time. Oh, and there's two this time. Yep, that's and, right. And what about the and, big whale from the last time? Yep. No, no, this time there's a giant. Okay. And okay, he, okay. Is the giant related to a whale? Is they have the same name? See, there's Willie the giant and Willie the whale. Who's if that's that's? Let me tell you a story, <laughs> and then you proceed to tell me a story about a bear that escapes from the circus. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, I'm here just like just wrapping my fingers on the table, being like, and mm-hmm, "Where's mm-hmm. Willie the Giant coming in?" Oh, that's right, he, I I got he, this. Willie comes later, and so this is TC talking, <laughs> and not drunk Jiminy Cricket. When I like drunk Jiminy Cricket <laughs> in the development of Mickey and the Beanstalk, <sighs> one one of the uh, storyboards has Mickey getting the beans from Honest John, the oh. fox. Yep. See, that was a that would have been a perfect. Now again, you would have had to dedicate probably like five minutes of the short to that. If and it was a feature, then lovely, lovely little callback there. If it had been, if it had been uh, Honest John, that would have been. Oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely because it's. And, and here's the thing: you, you look at it this way, that that entire story could very well have taken place in the exact same time frame as Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh like, sure. There's nothing that, that says that. Yeah, it's it's definitely a once upon a time. It it could easily fit in the same once upon a time as Pinocchio, <clears throat> just in a different area of the country of the world, I suppose. Right. See, now what they need to do is they need to make this movie nowadays. So when he goes to the village, <laughs> we he he passes a lot of like characters from other Disney films. I want like right, right. <laughs> I want like a I want like a die another day like Bond twenty. For the Disney films, where it's one Disney movie that literally encapsulates references and characters from all the Disney movies. If if there was anything that could do it, it you're right. You're 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 picking a good one. I think making the Beanstalk would be an opportunity to to play in the realms of other movies. Well, if it, it's not the same thing exactly, but that's House of Mouse, the the series on Disney is a way to bring in all the Disney characters from That's right. everywhere, the cartoons, the shows, and the movies. Um, but uh, uh, I've, I've said it before, and I, I want to continue to say it so that if, in fact, I'm right, I'll be, I can, <laughs> I can wear that uh, merit badge of rightness that yeah. I think – I said it in the f- second episode of the series of the podcast we've done here. The 100th – animated disney film is going to be snow white and the seven dwarfs yeah that's my that's my prediction if we live long enough to see it the 100th movie will be the snow white again with everything they had hoped they could have done the first time and i am because this is who i am and you know this i and i've already mentioned it i like connecting things they Mm -hmm. would they would purposefully put in easter eggs Oh yeah, you'd see you'd see Rapunzel, you'd see Elsa, you'd see Ariel, you'd yep. see Belle. Like they'd, they'd find a way. <laughs> they'd find a way to make them be in the movie. You would have honest, uh, honest John, right? 
Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Sorry. I still don't know their character names. This is ridiculous. <laughs> if, if you want to know his full name, it's Honest John Fowlfellow. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I, they, you, would, you would have those characters in there. Or, you know, you, you would have, <clears throat> you'd have, like, Gaston walking the street, you know. <laughs> and I, I, Aladdin would be a little harder to do. But, but you could easily, you, you could make those connections. Any of the fairy yeah. tale princesses could be in this in mm-hmm. that world and i and it would be a nice little like we said it'd be a nice little like a do snow white the way that that disney wanted it so it'd be great for him and his mm-hmm. legacy and then b it would if they went that direction where they put those connections to their the previous works maybe not everything because that's a lot of movies in a hundred that is a lot of movies but, but you could still like achieve like it would it would just be fun for the fans to be like you know what y'all think we make these movies connected well here figure this one out they're all in the same city how about that huh now, time travel the genie's yeah. involved it's magic <laughs> that, that is the the fun of kingdom hearts is getting to visit Peter Pan and Tarzan and all the Disney worlds in some capacity that's mm-hmm. that is the, what the fun of the kingdom hearts game it games is that's the that's what the fun is there you go (laughs) (laughs) we'd get there eventually and we got there so i i think it's it's pretty apparent uh, it's worth mentioning though there isn't much to this movie you can just look how many tangents we've taken in this episode relating to the relating back to the movie we just watched but we're, we're spending a lot of time fantasizing about what could have been or what could be and that's that's of all the movies we've seen so far, this one struggles in living up to what some of these other ones have. The Make Mine Music was a was a fabulous package movie because it was right. all these really well done shorts, really really well paced and planned and set up. And even the slow parts, we gave credit to them where they were due. And this one, it feels incomplete to me. It still gr- has some great stuff to it, but it feels incomplete to me. I mean, Jeff, what do you what do you think? I agree. And that's and I feel like that's the downfall of this particular one. And maybe does that you think have something to do with why it kind of it it, I mean, it doesn't even have as much attention as like make my music. I feel like make my music almost gets a little more attention than this one does in some instances. Is it because of the fact that it is two incomplete stories? Like, yeah, it it. This one really feels like they cut as many corners as they could to produce this uh, this content, and it's it's disappointing as as much as it is fun. It's disappointing because you really can see the potential of both of these segments. the The Jiminy Cricket stuff is cute. They they actually used two cut songs from Pinocchio for Jiminy. They gave Jiminy songs that they were planning on using and couldn't find for a place for. In Pinocchio, fun and fancy free, the title song mm-hmm. was intended for Pinocchio, so they they repurposed it here for Jiminy, and the 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 burger stuff with the puppets is very much a tacked on. I, I much would have rather have heard Sterling Holloway, <laughs> yes, uh, narrate saw, Mickey and the Beanstalk. <laughs> I saw there is a version of it narrated by him. Oh, is there? Oh yes. man, I'm. I'm going to have to look for that. Because where was it? <laughs> I, I, I stumbled across it. Um, oh, yeah, right here. Um, a second version of the short was produced replacing Bergen with the narration by Sterling Holloway as a standalone short in the venues, uh, in such venues as the 1980s TV show Good Morning Mickey. Oh, excellent. All right, cool. I, then I will get my wish. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there is a version that is narrated by him. Uh, yeah, because you know what the sad thing is, is after these last couple of them, that is the one thing that's missing. And he would be perfect to narrate the the, the Mickey and the Beanstalk. That would just be yeah. fitting. You know, yeah, like, it, it, oh. particularly because uh, the narration segments we've seen from Sterling so far, he does a lot of meta humor. Like yes. uh, a, a lot of wordplay and puns and, uh, oh, and then, and then, uh, they started bailing out the water. Oh, oh hey, goofy, goofy bailing. <laughs> I said bailing out the water, bailing out the water. There <laughs> yep. we, there we, there go. we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that'd be, that would be brilliant. I love that. That would just be such a, <sighs> such a better version, I guess. Now, again, not saying this is bad. Don't get me wrong. This one was not bad. No, no. And we'll talk about that in a minute when we discuss where it's at on our list. <laughs> uh, um, now I can't surprise you with surprise uh, attack with you. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> I beat you. 
Uh, well, I, I guess, so speaking yeah. of that, real quick, why don't we just do that? TC? Yeah. Where on my list? Okay. Where on your <laughs> list is this movie? <laughs> so I, I will preface by saying, of the nine movies we've watched so far, we have not seen a bad movie. Nope. Every one of these movies has been good or better. And they've all been good for different reasons. Um, Pin- Pinocchio will still stay on the top spot because it it just we as we've said it has the it feels the most complete it it was the most ambitious in terms of its art and its style and its structure and and it had more story uh, and then you work your way down the list to to some of these other movies that are, are still great ah, fun and fancy free is not as good as make mine music though i okay. did criticize the slow points of make mine music i'm putting fun and fancy free ah see it it's between that and three caballeros. I'm gonna put it below make mine music in a Ah oh, no, I say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cause TC, once you say it, it's locked in stone forever it's and you're locked well in aware. stone and That's I can't it. I can't I cannot renegotiate my list. <laughs> it's locked in stone like a sword would be. Mm. Mm. We'll we'll get that there. That joke will There's be still... funny in like twenty episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Three Caballeros, um, I really liked the drawing of, okay, and then Saludos Amigos, Saludos Amigos, mm, Jeff, I don't know, this is a struggle, you know, this <laughs> makes great audio listening to me think out loud. <laughs> She's going, because <laughs> <laughs> it's so close, I, it's always such a, it's what, what particularly edges it out over the other, <sighs> those puppets are so creepy, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay because we clearly devoted the majority of this episode on wishful thinking and and fantasy of of what these movies could be if we were given the time machine and the budget to go <laughs> help make these movies right i am gonna put it at number eight number just eight. above just above dumbo Oh, that poor, poor Dumbo just getting <laughs> crapped on constantly. <laughs> Sorry, Dumbo. Sorry, Dumbo. <laughs> well, um, I'm glad you went first because that gave me time to think about my answer. <laughs> and mock me. And just mock you. Ooh, uh, yes, son of a bongo bear. That's who I am. <laughs> oh, don't hit him, bongo. I went Irish. I was trying to do Sterling Holloway and I did Irish instead. That's That's not the same. So I thought about this one and I realized that, um, yeah, you, you make a good point, Stacey. You make a lot of good points that we did spend a lot of time wishing mm-hmm. these were longer and not necessarily better, but just there are more to them because there was so much potential. More, yeah, more, and they were a more waste fulfilling. Of potential. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I do agree with you on that. And that's the reason why it's not my number two. Mm-hmm. Because so when I watch these, any any of these any of the podcasts that I generally do, I always take notes. Um right. my you know, franchise franchise I did that for, bottom of the barrel I would do that for. And I would occasionally find a movie where a, like after a certain point, I would really get into it and I would stop taking notes. Mm-hmm. Because I was just enjoying the movie. I wasn't distracted by other things. This one, I found myself doing that. My notes, I have a crap ton of notes for Bongo. But then my last note is Goofy bailing the water into the boat. (laughs) And then it's just nothing. for, for That was like, that's like 15 minutes before the end of the movie. Like, I just stopped caring about taking notes. And watching the movie. And I was just watching it. I mean, you focused on the film, yeah. Right. So... Because of that, because it actually, it, it, I was entertained because I like, I really love the, 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 the Mickey and the Beanstalk segment. As creepy as Edgar Bergman and Charlie McCarthy are, there's, <laughs> it's still funny. But again, that's me. That's the guy that likes Abbott and Costello and Red Skelton and, you know, Bing, Bong, Bing, Bing Crosby and Bob Hope, um, mm-hmm. you know, Martin Lewis, like all of them. So it's that. Alan it's Thick. The, yeah. It's the, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Thick. <laughs> Anyways, because of that, I, um, I really enjoyed the second half. Bongo, I was okay with, but I liked the mm-hmm. second half of it. Okay. This is my number five. 
Okay. I, I thought you were going to go higher. I, I was actually anticipating you to drop it in like the three spot or something. I was heavily so. debating on the three. Mm-hmm. but And then I was like, no, okay, because Pinocchio is still just a brilliant mix of a great film. Three Caballeros is awesome. Is just it's that's a personal thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. this my childhood was that movie. Mm-hmm. Snow White. I can understand like the 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 just the I'm trying to think of what the actual word is used for this. Just the actual like innovation and the work that went into making the first animated right, film. Right. Um, Bambi was well done emotionally. Mm-hmm. But it's like so. I those were those are the reason why they, it's not higher, is because yeah. I still can look at it overall and be like, yeah, that does edge out the film, not by much, mind you. Snow mm-hmm. White and Bambi in my book are tied, technically. This comes in <laughs> right no, underneath no ties, it. <laughs> no ties. Well, no, like if like like the margin of difference. We're talking like. <laughs> It's it, like out of a hundred, Snow White would be like ninety nine, and Bambi's like a ninety eight point five. Like it's so uh, close, they could be the so same. Close. So, close, so close, but not. But uh, I would, I would definitely put this movie in at least the second half of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely watch that before Fantasia again. Oh wow! All right, and okay. so it's my number five. I like how different our lists are. I, I, it, it's, I, I always say lists are tough because, uh, as you were just saying, some of them only edge each other out by like m- just minute details. Uh, oftentimes, though, you have to take into account what's happening when you're watching the movie, what's on your mind while you're watching it, how how well does it allow you to escape, how does nostalgia play a part into it. So right. I'm curious how, how the listeners, if any of the listeners gave the movie a watch or if they – or if they caught it on YouTube or Amazon, or if they just have fond memories of it. And uh, certainly you can comment on the Facebook page, or you can tweet at me and Jeff at random bell at TC's big head and, and let us know, you know what, what, how was fun and fancy free for you? Right. Um, is it better than make my music or is it something that you could, I'm, I'm assuming a lot more people, fun and fancy free is a little more uh, open to people watching it than make my music because make my music. If you don't like forties music, you're not going to yeah. care about this at all. You know, whereas like this movie seems to be a little more uh, approachable. That's the word mm-hmm. I was kind of looking for earlier. Um, and would be, and because it's again, it's Mickey, Goofy and Donald for half the film. Come on. Like <laughs> I, I, you can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong. Donald tries killing a cow with an ax people. Come on. <laughs> it's hilarious. They pin, <laughs> they pin him to the ground with a pitchfork around the neck. It's amazing. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> Just like all good friends would do. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so TC, was there any other, any other final thoughts you had regarding the fun and fancy free, our number nine what? movie? Oh, well, let's see. I, I didn't chat. Well, we mentioned that the trope of the villain falling to their death Correct. happens one and a half times in here, depending on which version of the giant. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, depending on what version of, uh, of Mickey and the Beanstalk you see uh, and whether or not the giant actually comes back at the end, <laughs> there may be more but than just that one. There was also during the bongo segment, a goofy scream. Yes, which yeah. threw me for a loop because I'm like, oh wait, is this when Goofy shows up? Because I didn't know, <laughs> I, I didn't know he was in the the Mickey and the Beanstalk. I I I knew he was in it. I just didn't know where. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> I'm no, like, wait a no, minute, Goofy. Oh no, not Goofy. Yeah, Go- Goofy didn't have the Goofy scream. The mean bear <laughs> falling off the waterfall did. <laughs> the random mean bear. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> but that's that's a those are a couple of tropes that we had in here, and sh- there is no theory to be had of this. No, of these, either of these films that I nope. Can, that my, I can my, my connections, which I'm I'm debating about because well, I'll I'll just bring them up while we talk. Um, I debated about like turning the theory section into a connections when there's not movies that uh, mm-hmm. are that have any like real good theories and we yeah, we already talked about the way this is, is connected and it's it's me telling stories <laughs> to you. Oh, drunk Jiminy Gr- Jiminy Cricket! <laughs> I was gonna call you Jiminy Glick and then Jiminy, Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> let me let me tell you a thing or two about me. <laughs> you, you sound you. like a great person. <laughs> Borderlines let me tell you on the about Joker. a puppet. <laughs> you look like you date a friend that eats a lot of food. But can you really <laughs> find a man that 
likes a puppet. Um, <laughs> something. There's a generation of people that just think we're doing really bad Heath Ledger Joker impersonations right now. <laughs> and See, not. now, now <laughs> I want a Heath Ledger Joker voiced by Jiminy Glick. <laughs> You could do it. That'd be brilliant, actually. Let, let me tell you how I got these scars. <laughs> I was eating one too many creme brulees, and I had a knife in my... Okay. So, well, okay, now that we've we've tangent three times for three different topics, uh, and it was a very productive episode, um, <laughs> let, me, let me quickly talk about what is next time, because there's a little bit different. Uh, TC, mm. I know we, we, we brought it up on the podcast, right? What we're doing... When we reach 10? I, I don't believe we have, but it's Should worth mentioning right now. now. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Yeah. So next time, uh, so next time, our movie for number 10, the 10th movie on this list is the 1948 film Melody Time. Uh, another one of those that I have not seen. So that's two back to back. I have, I've mm. never seen Melody Time. The one after mm-hmm. that, I've, I've seen uh, Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. But um, mm-hmm. Melody Time would be the next one. Another one of our little package films. This one looks like it's a little more akin to uh, like make my, not, maybe not, maybe not make my music, but uh, um, it looks like it's got a handful of short stories in it and not just yes, two. Yeah. It's so. Not- mm-hmm. So yeah. that'll be kind of interesting to see. Um, I don't know. Oh, the Legend of Johnny Appleseed. This might be one of those that like maybe I saw this in like elementary school when I was little and I <laughs> this don't one remember has, it. Yeah, well, well to, to be watched, of course. To be but watched, there's some, yeah. There's some fun stuff in here, but it'll be our 10th movie. Our 10th movie. So now TC, uh, he, uh, so TC and I had talked about this early on uh, off mic about what we would do since we are ranking these films, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, TC, you'll, you'll explain it a lot better than I okay. will, so you just so explain it, please. If, <laughs> if we were going to continue to rank these movies on our one, two, whatever movie we're on, we'd eventually, half the podcast would be devoted to ordering these things and explaining the order. And you see how hard it is for us to kind of hem and haw over what we're going to pick when we only have nine options, let alone 30, let alone 50. Exactly. So <laughs> what's, what I proposed to Jeff, and he and he's he supported, and... What we're going to do is we are going to watch, once we hit our 10 spot, the 10th movie on this list, we will have our ranked 1 through 10. Then we are going to start over again with our ranking. So our 11th movie will be our first movie in the new set of 10, and we will rank those 10. And as we do that for each uh, 10 films leading up to whenever this podcast series ends, we will have five or six number one films that we will then rank in a one, two, six order. Uh, Basically, we just felt like that made it so much simpler because, yes, TC, I would agree. Well, again, like you just said, look look how long it took us to talk about it this episode. Like, (laughs) And that's out of nine movies. Like, where does this one go? I couldn't imagine... We would have to we well we would have to figure it off figure it out off camera off, or off yeah off, off, mic. off mic yeah we we, sh- we wouldn't be spending all our time going well I don't know it should go here maybe it should go here <laughs> and becoming drunk Jiminy Click uh, <laughs> yes I said drunk Jiminy Click I'm just combining them all together listen <laughs> when you refer to me you say it's my face Jeff I'm Jiminy Glick it. <laughs> So anyhow, you know, we're anyhow. we're gonna we'll have our ten. We will have our first ten. We'll have them ranked. We'll have our number one spot. Which, unless uh, Melody Time blows the doors off the place, we're looking at Pinocchio finishing off this first ten at the number one slot. Right, right. And then and then a bit of a tournament style. Pinocchio will then go up against the next number one. Yep, it'll be kind of fun. Obviously, not much will change or nothing really big will happen next time for next episode, um, except for it being the end of our first 10 uh, films, Mm -hmm. which then I will also change on the Facebook page. Uh, Again, for those of you who are keeping up or listening to this podcast, I keep a a nice list of our movies ranked on the Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash top shelf pod. There's a note right there for it. And I update that every time the episode goes live. Uh, We record this a couple days ahead of time, so I have to restrict 
restrain myself from updating it early. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, either way, I uh, so that's on there, so you guys can keep track of it and figure out and see where we're at and see what ones we like, which ones you know how that would differ from what you like. Um, and then just as we go along, it'll be an easier way for for everybody to see what movies are going into our our final five or six. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, by the time yeah. we're done with this, there probably is like twelve more Disney animated films that'll be out. So <laughs> so hard to know. <laughs> so with with that said, our ne- like we mentioned already, next week is going to be Melody Time, which I will say once again, you could access this on YouTube. But <laughs> Jeff, if you know if this is streaming somewhere, speak now or let me look like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You didn't like the fact that I just chimed in at the end with that last time. Uh, so it's not streaming on anywhere, but it is available for on DVD on Amazon. Uh, Twelve dollars okay. actually to buy it. Oof. So mm. yeah, you can get it used for three. It looks like. Click oh, right. and, uh, <laughs> but no, so it's not streaming. Uh, unfortunately, not like uh, not like make my music or not make my music. Yeah. The one we're in currently, fun, fun and fancy free, fun and fancy free. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, with that said, I, I believe we've reached the end of the episode. I did not Indeed. have any tweets this week, and I, I didn't, didn't notice either, any. So. I didn't notice any comments. So uh, unless you folks want to somehow sub subliminally send us a message right now, hold for a beat. <laughs> Jeff farted. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I I tried too hard. (laughs) This is our family show, TC. (laughs) I think that will uh, that will do it for us tonight. Then fantastic. Well, as always, TC, it's fun doing these. I hope everybody who is listening is enjoying these shows and these episodes. And I'm well aware that. It's, this is a type of a program that people can pick and choose episodes, but hopefully we've uh, done some episodes and maybe there's movies that we we've already watched that you haven't watched just like me and are now going back and and watching them Checking as well. Them out. So yeah, it'd yeah. be great. A lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun to do this, and I'm looking forward to the next forty or whatever <laughs> of these things. <laughs> we're getting out of the war. We only have we only have we only have two more of these package films and then we're we're hitting we're hitting like glory day of Disney, like old school yeah, the, glory yeah, days. The, and I'm the the development of the post war has begun yep. on the first of the new classic like the next classic Disney. So yep, I was you can gonna go say, look right now they mentioned Cinderella real quick. Last thing was we're, as we're leaving, yeah. they mentioned Cinderella yeah. in this one, and it's because Cinderella was in development already. Mm-hmm. The, like the were, harp, in fact, kind of looks like her in a yep. way. So it's like that's kind of cool. Like you can you can see it's coming, and you can see the style is there. We're, we're getting there. We're so close, yeah. people. It's gonna be so <laughs> exciting. But until then, next time, Melody Time, nineteen forty eight. Let's have some fun with that. And with that, TC, mm-hmm. my uh, sign off goes here. <laughs> and mine does too. Bye everybody. Fantastic. Bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>